this is the second time I've recorded without a shirt on. <laughs> and welcome to episode 17. God damn it. Axe in the City, <laughs> your favorite podcast about football and dating and dating and nudity. Um, <laughs> this isn't how I open on dates. Come on. Well, I, you never know. I'm just hot. Yeah. I like to be hot. That's what she said. Great. Oh, well, all right. This is a start to another episode, I guess. You know what? Yeah. 17 is a special number for us. It's the year that we met. It's what we wear on our Saxon in the City jerseys. And so this episode is going to be special. And I don't think real special. <laughs> and your voice sounds beautiful, Alyssa. Listen, I don't have COVID in case you're not wondering. COVID. <laughs> I do have living in Austin allergies. They just fucking haunt me. Um, I've never had those. I lucked out. Um, yeah. But in fact, we're not together this time. Once again, we're recording from afar. Not as far. You are now in California. We have yeah, we places. We switch places. Not bodies. I am not naked. In fact, um, <laughs> I'm not naked. I just don't have a shirt on. Tell that to my video. Um, <laughs> so Nick went back to California. Christmas with the fam and friends. Christmas with the fam. Yeah. Um, happy to be here, except it's real shut down. So it's fine. Yeah. I'm anyway. In Austin, where it's not a shutdown. Um, meanwhile, we're getting all of our friends from California to come to Austin for New Year's Eve. So we're still on that campaign. Yep. If you're listening and we're friends with you, you're invited. If we're not friends with you, you're not invited. But you can slide in our DMs and find out. Um, so I wanted to tell you, Nick, I don't know if you've seen this. And I can't believe that I'm about to talk about it. Des Bryant is all that fucker. That, yeah, that fucker is all of us. So after the game two weeks ago, he tweeted, tweeted, I'm about to drink some wine and cope. Okay. Wow, isn't that my whole year? Exactly. <laughs> He is 2020 in a tweet. And then he went out this past weekend and scored his first touchdown in God knows how long. Three years. And then what did he say? He said, I have to hold back my tears right now. Which is also very 2020. Also my whole year. <laughs> Sometimes I don't hold him back. So Des is all of us right now. Des. We really don't like the team you came from, but I guess we hate you less now that you're on the Ravens. Yeah, that's that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I really forgot to deep dive because why was he unemployed for three years? Is it just because of his bad attitude? Probably. Or did he get hurt or did he suck? Probably should have looked into that before we did this, but... Damn it, revealing our weaknesses so early. <laughs> That's not really my strongest suit. <laughs> Episode 17, where we look nothing up and make no apologies for it. <laughs> same old shit. <laughs> you know, it's also the same old shit where I want to just start with you because you said a thing earlier today that you know I'm going to be mad about and I am mad about it. What did you say? What did, I, what did I say? Um, I said the Bills are going to be my team for the rest of the season. Yeah, after they beat <laughs> your real team. 
Where is your loyalty? My real team was going nowhere. You know, I have a soft spot for the bills. I always have, and they're so good this year and I need a postseason team. My team got eliminated. I'm not rooting for the Texans. They also got eliminated. Okay. Well, yeah, we were hopeless. We didn't even have a 3% chance, but my other backup team, not going to the playoffs. Eagles. Yes. Yeah. They ain't going anywhere. So I, I'm I'm left. Yeah. So I'm I gonna guess, adopt the Bills. I guess my backup team is the Saints, so they seem fine. Yeah, but I still am. Drew, well, mm. Drew might still be hurt for the postseason, so good luck. <laughs> Came back too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I also just love their fan base. I saw a video. I do last love the week. Bills fan base. It's true. Yep. I saw a f- um, fan last week who jumped into a uh, table on fire. Great, great, great entertainment. Yeah. Then there was a clip of all of the celebrations the Bills have done when they've done something good on the field, and they're just hilarious. Although a lot True. of teams have funny celebrations, but yeah. it was just a very funny compilation. And then I was tempted to buy a sweatshirt. What? You went so far as to buy a sweatshirt? I know. I talked myself out of it, but I was pretty close to it. And Is it, it from was... American Eagle? No. <laughs> No, it's from Barstool because oh, it's one of yeah. their like they're doing this whole Barstool fund where they're oh yeah um, that's cute. raising yeah, money yeah, yeah. To, for small businesses and they just put up um it said built different sweatshirt and t-shirt for the bills cute. and it was like for charity and it looked like a cute cozy sweatshirt so I considered buying it I might still buy it sounds like I'm it. giving money to charity well not to not charity small a philanthropist at heart love. <laughs> It's funny because it's not true. And I'm an asshole. Oh, it might be true in the future. We don't know. You could have a philanthropic heart that we just haven't found yet. Uh, I have a philanthropic heart for cats. That's okay. She's saying that because she's in the room with a cat. And it's like the first time she's No, don't you remember? I used to volunteer at the cat rescue at the pet smart and go to me. Oh my God. The cat rescue in Newport Beach is not a cat rescue. It's definitely a drug front. Like no one has ever been in the cat rescue in Newport Beach. Like, yeah, you obviously the one in in Costa Mesa. The one on PCH in Newport Beach has never, I've never seen a person come in or out of that. And I lived next door to it. For a year, <laughs> yeah, probably, probably drug drugs happening in there. Oh my god! Okay, we're getting off topic. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> so I'm a okay. Bills fan now for Ugh. the next three months, Ugh. two months, two months. Um, yeah. and you're a Saints fan. Yeah, you've always it's been true. a backup Saints fan. Yeah, Drew. So there's he's, nobody he's an Austin, Austin guy for. Well, you know, only because I need you to take care of my lawn that I'm pulling for the Bucks to at least make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and then they've gone and they, the Falcons went <laughs> fucked up again and really hurt my chances. Yeah. Winning that bet. Yep, I know. It's great. I'm happy about um, it. But all the memes were hilarious because it was another, like, 17-point deficit. Uh-huh. Uh, Super Bowl 51. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Brady <laughs> did it to him again. This time it didn't even mean anything, so they shouldn't I... be as embarrassed, but it seems to be a trend now. <laughs> it does. Um, okay, I brief dating sidebar. I watched Super Bowl 51 at my friend's house, who are now mm-hmm. a couple. I set them up. So it was you me. You to do that. Yeah, me and my then boyfriend, this couple, and another couple 
who the guy was my ex and the girl had slept with the guy who was at the house's like with the guy who was at the house wow so this literally is complicated everyone in that room had slept with more than one person in that room in that room was, everyone was eskimo siblings Everyone was swapping us there. That is not enough people for that to be true. Mm. No, close enough. I mean, we if we did, we could diagram it. If we diagrammed it, I bet that I could get to that conclusion. Yeah, I know how we like a diagram. Yeah. Yes. Um. I don't. I don't feel like our our crazies appreciated our diagram enough. Is that what we went with? Crazies. Yeah. Okay. Did it? How did it roll off the tongue? Did it not roll off right? No, it, it was good. I just tend to forget everything, so I forgot. <laughs> what I <laughs> forgot what we Great. talked about last week. Great. I get that checked out. My favorite podcast host. Oh my god. Um. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. The biggest okay. news of the weekend. Okay. Is the Jets have been the joke of the season, right? Yes. Well, now. Well, they're the, the joke, the, they're the joke of the decade, and now they gone and fucked it up, up even more for themselves. It's very jetsish. <laughs> How do you lose every single game in a season and then decide to win versus a very well Super Bowl contender? Yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, mm, guess we don't want the first pick. Guess we won't start rebuilding our team next year. Guess it's going to be another ten years of shitty numb. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I don't know. Shitty Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's probably because Trevor Lawrence was like, yeah, it sucks that I'm going to the Jets. <laughs> well, but I was trying to figure this out on the plane today. It's like, okay, do either one of them really desperately need a quarterback that bad? I guess Sam, no. Sam Arnold really kind of sucks, but he also just hasn't had the coaching. Seriously. And oh, yeah. And weapons. Like who is, who is he going to throw the ball to? Frank Gore. Okay. Frank Gore is 37 years old. Yeah. He uh, and Larry Fitzgerald both caught touchdowns this weekend, which is the first time that a running back and a wide receiver over the age of 37 have caught touchdowns in the same weekend. Who the fuck pulls together these stats? I don't know, but I love Larry. Thanks, Megs. And, and Frank Gore has fucked up many a fantasy football team for me. So I don't love him, but I read the stat with interest. Oh, I love Frank Gore. Well, I read a stat with interest about really Sam Darnold is probably pretty bad because I don't remember the exact number, but essentially (laughs) Joe Flacco had better stats in like the two games that he played for the Jets with the same team, same coaching, same weapons. Why don't we keep Joe Flacco? Um, We didn't keep Joe Flacco. He's not a quarterback anymore. He's (laughs) he's a has-been. He, we tried it too. He's selling electronics. So What's he doing? <laughs> well, he's so Flacco right now. He's on the Jets. I know, but uh, okay, that's. So why aren't they playing? I'm not him? following. Why aren't they playing him? Do you want to play devil's oh. advocate? <laughs> let me play. Let me play devil's advocate here. <laughs> They're not playing him because they still have hope in Sam Darnold, which he's just failing left and right. It's yeah. just not good. Well, not but. Good. So our Jets fans friends were telling me, because I was like, well, Adam Gase will obviously get fired and like, so we'll be fine. And they were telling me that the buzz on the Reddit. Reddit, which, yeah. Okay. Probably knows. Reddit knows everything, which is really creepy. Um, is they're also that they, profits. Yeah. That they're going to keep Gase, which like, what? 
How? Um, well, that's funny because I was actually reading an article, not Reddit, so probably not true, but it was like ESPN or something. So some other <laughs> reputable news source, valid <laughs> source, you know, whatever, um, that there is likelihood that Doug Peterson could come over to Uh-oh. the Jets because the new GM at the Jets um, was with the Eagles. Oh. They both started, Doug Peterson and this guy started in 2016, won the Super Bowl together the next year. Um, and so if Doug Peterson's on the rocks with the Eagles, I like it. Get inspired. I, I mean, I do too. I think, Doug I think Peterson that's a good could, fit. Could bring some, something new and yeah. Adam Gase needs to go back to an OC or DC. Like we talked about last week or the week yeah. before, you know me, I can't remember. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I would like to see that and yeah. I'm curious where, uh, what would be up next for the Eagles? Maybe they yeah. can get a young guy in there. Yeah, do you think they're going to stick? Well, well, I got we can we can we're skipping around a bit, but um, you think you're they're going to stick with Jalen Hurts because he would definitely benefit from a younger guy, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, one of the conversation topics I wanted to have today was just being so impressed with this year's yeah. draft class of quarterbacks. We yeah. never have a draft class of quarterbacks where like the top four guys are all really good their first year or at all have good careers. Right. And the four this year seem to look pretty good. Yeah. They don't always like, like some of them have come into their own a little bit later. Um, so you end up having a draft class where you get two or three maybe not four top guys, but no, there's never been a year where there's four top guys well, starting. Four- right rookies yeah and and sure not all of them started the you know right some of that year but they've yeah right but they've all had a chance and a couple games where they've shown consistency so i'm very impressed i'm excited to see what happens and it's like the tradition is being uh put to bed where a young guy has to lay dormant for a couple of years and learn from an old guy like no these college shoes are coming in and fucking shit up like it's a yeah. new era of football so do you think it's a new era or do you think it's that like this like this old guard is changing and then these guys are gonna be the new guard and nobody's gonna be able to break that into that group either i don't think we'll ever not have an old guard and i define the old guard of at least quarterbacks of stay in the pocket, throw mostly, like not a big yeah. runner. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're ever going to be able to get away from that because I think too many running quarterbacks are going to get hurt too often. Right. So there's just not going to be the You're not going to have the longevity. No. Yeah. You're not going to have a Tom Brady or even an Aaron Rodgers longevity if you're running around for like 60, right. 100 yards a game. What's hard though is I can't think of any recent rookies who are solid, or, yeah, pocket throwing, comfortable throwing dudes because college is such Isn't, yeah. a different game. So either these guys are going to have to get used to it and settle down a little and realize you can't go running up against 30 year old 300 pounders. <laughs> They're not all right. that big in college. Like 15 years of muscle on them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or they're all going to get hurt and have really short careers. Yeah. Ooh. Which goes back to the whole coaching thing, right? So like if you don't have a good coach who can teach you to settle down and stay in the pocket. You know what? Actually, Jared Goff's not a big runner. So no, maybe that's that, true. And, and that's, the, that's Sean McVay, young coach. So maybe yeah. there is hope out there. But Sean McVay, I mean, he's an incredible coach. By all, right. like, I don't think anyone's like, well, that guy's mediocre. Everyone's like, yeah, that guy's no, not at all. But he, <laughs> but he hasn't let Jared Goff continue the exactly. running trend. Yeah, 
that's what I'm saying. So I think a lot of it comes down to the coach. So you've yeah. got to have a coach who's like, hey, that stuff worked in college. We want that as a weapon, but that can't be your primary. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, it'll be really interesting to see how these guys uh, come up in the world. Because I was deep diving that thinking like, poor Sam Darnold, he hasn't even gotten a chance to prove what he can do in the NFL because he's been with such a shitty organization. But the more I read up on it, it's like, no, honestly, he has had a chance. And look at Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen got like four games and then they were like, yeah, fuck it. We need Kyler a year later. Yeah. Like two first round picks for a quarterback. Yeah. Back to back. I mean, and it worked out for them because Kyler is, is doing great in Arizona. Yeah. Anyway, that was my tangent. Okay. That was a good tangent. Um, I liked it. But yes, I think Jalen, I think they have to stick with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I do too. Eagles. Carson hasn't been the same since his injury. And I really hope that Joe Burrow doesn't have the same outcome with this similar injury this year. Sad. Um, But I mean, not all the quarterbacks are successful when they're picked up so young. So, or so fast. Anyway. Um, Jalen is fun to watch. Also was so excited about the OU quarterback showdown this week. Not that it was much of a competition, Kyler versus Jalen. Oh. Um, Cardinals are clearly the better team, better organization, and they dominated that game. But it they was hasn't always been, but yeah. No, they haven't. But Kyler has helped do that. And then they also they totally. have another they have a young coach guy down there too. Yes, Cliff uh, Kingsbury. Cliff he, Kingsbury. Yeah. So Megs was telling me about him this weekend or last weekend because she was saying that he's like one of the most humble guys ever. And he'll really listen to the guys when they come to him with plays. So though he lets the team come to him and say like, Hey coach, we don't like this play. We do like this play. And he's like, cool. Why? Tell me why. Talk to me about what's happening out on the field that you think this play is or isn't working or whatever. Like you have an idea, whatever. And he'll like listen to them. And so she thinks that she was attributing a lot of the team's success to his like relationship that he's developed through that mutual respect with his players. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. But when you said humble, I got a very odd reaction. You, you on my viscerally face. reacted. I know. Because do you not remember the draft? Did you watch the draft? No. He had set up his, he was like in his Scottsdale house oh, it, with like oh. this beautiful fire. It was like flexing times a million. I mean, I, I guess Jerry that. Jones was also on his Jerry giant was on his yacht, stupid but, yacht. Yeah. I know. But <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, oh, like everyone. Else, I do remember that. Yeah. 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 Everyone else was like, huddled in their corner office yeah. and Cliff's like sitting in his living room with his fireplace going on the backyard and his big, beautiful Cliff was all in 2020, just working from home <laughs> in his $2 million right. living room. Yeah. And BD probably more than that. Us. Just yeah. the living room is $2 million. Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> just the living yeah, room. For sure. It was an enormous living room. We had a lot um, of- so but, because that was my only impression of Cliff Kingsbury, it's really cool to yes. hear what you just said. I didn't yeah. that. And I do think that's that's a new like a new way to do totally. things. Well, and it's completely for my favorite receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Like that's what he was missing in Bill O. And he's like he was already incredible and he's played even better if that was possible for the Cardinals. For a better coaching system. Yeah. Exactly. Meanwhile, or also side note, this was your uh your stat that you wrote down, DeAndre Hopkins had more yards than all the Eagles receivers combined. For the season, not just for that game. For the, the season? season. Yes. <laughs> That's 
That's embarrassing. That's more on Wentz. You know what? We're going to blame Carson Wentz for that. <laughs> Not blame the Eagles receivers because I think if it was Jalen, it would be better. Well, we'll see. They have a couple more games to see that. Yeah. <laughs> you need the, what's the, um, you know, the, the ginger Jesus shirt that Z has, you need like I a ginger Jalen <laughs> or Jalen Jesus. Jalen Jesus. Jalen's not ginger, but he could be Jesus. <laughs> but he has to be like the second coming. So like, I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> deep dive on religion, yeah. religious uh, history here, but yes, well, it's okay. I have a degree in it. It's fine. <laughs> and turns out I have a minor in it. So mm, turns out, yeah. Um, well, I think we got a potential uh, Super Bowl matchup this weekend. Yeah. Chiefs Saints game, which actually was more disappointing than I thought it was going to be. I um, know. But Drew Brees was back, I thought, too early. Totally I mean, too had, early. What, four broken ribs like three yeah. weeks ago? And now he's back yeah. playing they, football? What they did was inject that shit with cortisone, wrap it up tight, and they're like, good to go. <laughs> no. Like, you good. <laughs> you shouldn't feel a thing. Don't get hit too hard. Yeah, shit's not good. <laughs> Make sure they got your blind side there because you're not going to want to get hit. Yeah. Otherwise, bye, Drew. We know you're like almost 40. And like to, to, to Sean Payton's credit, like apparently Drew was advocating to play. As all athletes do. Of course he all would. Yeah, he's a, he's a competitive like, dude. Exactly. Are going to be like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I can play through the pain, adrenaline. That doesn't mean that's how you win your next Super Bowl. Like, no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Playing gimpy and 90% is not going to win you a Super Bowl. Like, you have, like, ugh. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, it, that's unfortunate because they're already bitter about two years ago at that pass interference call against the the rams that which is fair their super bowl champ. <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> anyway they might not get another chance now before Seriously, not with yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't no but i would love sure. to see that super bowl matchup that would be a, i i'm i'm for a chief saints super bowl yeah, I do too. It's like two of the OG coaches. Yeah. Um, a young quarterback versus an OG guy. Yeah. Um, it, it would be great. Also, Tyreek Hill is just Oh my boy. god. Seriously. That man how is he does a human? Some crazy shit. And it's okay. impressive. But nothing as crazy as fucking Derrick Henry. <gasps> what? No, you're right. He was the first guy <laughs> I said is otherworldly this weekend. Yeah. We've, we've Four victims of stiff arm this season. Four. (laughs) He gone. My favorite. My favorite (laughs) meme was the one where it's like, "Please contact us if you or your family member have been personally victimized by a stiff arm of Derrick Henry's. You could be eligible for compensation." The class action lawsuit for Derrick Henry's arm. He's the greatest (laughs) weapon in the U.S. right now. We gotta go to war. Throw Derrick Henry out there. Shove them all down. um that man's insane like i and i don't remember him being this good like he's not young no he's i feel like this a couple breakout years. season which yeah. i don't know what that means about when he started but this is he his did okay season. last year but this year it's like he's like beast mode yeah That's um so yeah derrick henry yeah beware if you have to try to tackle him <laughs> he might not come back <laughs> um all right, Lamar Jackson, you have some notes oh, on him. He, a I 133 do. rating? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Against the Ravens. 
I mean, against Ravens, he is the Ravens. <laughs> Jacksonville is now the worst team in the NFL. I I'm know. not surprised. I know, but I put it on here mainly so that we could segue <laughs> to Cam Newton. <laughs> really, everything we say is just a reason for us to come back and make fun of Cam Newton. So the segue is <laughs> Lamar Jackson now has 19 career rushing touchdowns. Okay. Which makes him the third most by a quarterback in his first three seasons in NFL history. The other two okay. quarterbacks are current actives, Cam Newton with 28 uh-huh. and Josh Allen with 25. Cam Newton. Well, okay. So here's the deal. So also, sorry about the background noise. There's some trash being collected <laughs> out here. Um, Does that so- include any of my exes? Um, <laughs> Can you pick up some of our exes? That would be great. Thank you. <laughs> and Cam Newton. Turns out he's done too. <laughs> Cam Newton got picked up outside Nikki's window. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, wait. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. So he was good. He was good in the beginning, but you know what fucked him? our Super Bowl. The second he got <laughs> sacked in the end zone and a stack, sack strip in the end zone, he never bounced back from that Super Bowl. He was Confidence he came in gone. that thing. I don't think I ever saw him dab again after that Super Bowl. <laughs> That's what's missing. Nick, you just identified it. Crack like the, the code. New, you're the Newton whisperer. The dabbing <laughs> is what's missing. <laughs> He he figured the dabbing might not be doing him so good, so he stopped it. But oh, turns out, my God. dabbing's what he needs. Should we call him? Let's call him. <laughs> Let's call him. We have some yeah. things to discuss. <laughs> like how the fuck he still has a starting job. But I'm, after that, you can keep your starting job with the dab. With the dab, we're pretty sure. Dab every time you fumble. We'll get more dabs than the touchdown. <laughs> And then it'll restore your powers. It's like a video game. The more dabbing, then your life goes back up. <laughs> this is the worst tangent we have ever gone on. <laughs> no, the best. <laughs> um, um, so the reason the I reason, wanted to segue right, right, right. is because our dear friend, Marcus Mariota, makes more money than Ken <laughs> No, not only that, Marcus Mariota nearly made more money just in bonuses for playing last week's game because he played more than 60% of the snaps when um, yep, Derek it makes Carr hurt his, bucks. his groin. So just from those bonuses alone, makes more than Cam Newton. Congrats, Marcus. You're the winner here. It's true. And then in our like final piece of joy... The Patriots were eliminated. Eliminated. What's it like to not be in the playoffs? Maybe if you wore a sweatshirt with arms. You would know. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe if you didn't hire dumb little pussyfoots like Josh McDaniels, you would know. You would know. You You would know. The Patriots would know. <laughs> All right. That's officially the worst tangent we've ever gone on. Okay. It's fair. <laughs> um, but it was a glorious day. Along with our two teams being eliminated for well, eliminated from the playoffs, at least the Patriots were as well. No one's surprised by this shit for me. 
our one offensive weapon that we drafted that wasn't a walk-on from our fucking practice squad fumbled in the end zone to not win the game so like that's just the summary of Texas season at this point <laughs> oh my god all right let's move on from football let's um we have an update yeah what's our update we have an update for the listeners what's about that? dating we promised them that we were setting a deadline for a double bumble date and we have to tell you listeners we failed we failed. <laughs> That's the update. We didn't go on a double bumble date. Not so for lack of trying. Bumble. Yep. Not for lack of trying, just so it's clear. They uh, all wanted but, threesomes and we're not yeah. down. After, uh, yeah, after uh, more than one message about how we won. Yeah, no, can't do it. That, that ain't us. <sighs> Sorry. So here we are. And then Nick discovered a new facet of Bumble yesterday. Oh, I did. So inspired by... The new series that I just got into, Emily in Paris, which uh, very girly, very dumb. I thought it was a teen show and then a vibrator showed up. I was like, whoa, what am I watching? Anyway, um, there's a very hot old Frenchman. So I thought, you yeah. know, let's up that bumble okay, Also, let's clarify what old is. <laughs> I mean, the dude was 50. The hot yeah. man was 50. Yeah. And he is hot. So I took my bumble max age from 40 to 50. Oh, shit. And I started getting a bunch of dudes in their 40s and all of them were lawyers and doctors i'm like well shit i guess you didn't get married young so that you could focus on your career now you're ready for looking for a honey yeah i, I still she, don't know if i could date anyone in their 40s but it was fun to watch i know she texted me about it and i was very dubious and then i tried it myself you did it i did and she's and not wrong i'm not she wrong not wrong did you, are some... any? Did you talk yeah, to any i told you gus the same name as your car Gus Gus. Mm, <laughs> but I named my car for those. I don't think she means following. that she misses my bumble date. I, that I, I have don't a, miss the 47 converse with him. Yeah. But I but he's there if I want to. He's extended, so he's like double interested. He's like mm. he's there. Okay. Uh, so so we shall see. Um yeah. yeah, so yeah, we'll keep dabbling in the old dudes on Bumble. <laughs> Dabbing and dabbling. <laughs> dabbing and dabbling. Okay. Uh, so, what okay. did you do all weekend? Okay. Well, I watched, I, I, I sounded like this. So um, I caught up, I found out on all of the shows that I didn't know had re-upped. And that is SWAT, SEAL Team, FBI. Uh, it turns out that I really These had a lot like- of police and military dramas to catch up on. <laughs> Uh, not my jam. What about the Hallmark movies? We were going to yeah. talk about the okay. Hallmark movies. That's the other thing. So in between watching those, I also started watching Norwegian Christmas movies, which was amazing. Um, going deep. It is. It's, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. So like, I love a Hallmark movie, but like, I don't have the Hallmark channel. So it's really a Netflix movie about Christmas, mimicking a Hallmark movie. And they all, mm. like after like seven or eight, start to like sort of be the same right so that's why i went norwegian okay but i also want to discuss there's like this trope in in all these movies right that's like you have to have a man to bring home for christmas never in my life have i ever okay that thing who the fuck wants to do that <laughs> i i don't know what man is coming home for for christmas after like less than a year of dating that just seems excessive and that you're exposing them to things that they might not be ready for what like the family what? 
the family Christmas might scare them the fuck away. Okay, my family Christmas. Okay, okay. Tell, talk to me about your family Christmas. Well, so every Christmas Eve, we do this extended family. So it's like second, third cousins. There's oh, like shit. 50 people. Okay. Everyone gets together. I don't know half their names. Everyone <laughs> knows everything about everyone else's lives. They're just chit-chatting away. I, I'm not bringing a stranger into that until, honestly, that one's not coming until there's like a ring on the finger and there's like names shared because nobody needs to be exposed to 50 distant relatives asking you... <laughs> what you ate for dinner last night. And that's what that is. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to pass on that. And then the other reason I'm not bringing anyone home is my Christmas dinner tradition is with family that are, I, so I'm an only child. For those of you that don't know, I don't have siblings, but I have cousins that are like siblings. And it, two of the men in particular would give any dude I brought into that situation so much shit that I yeah. have to be really positive that I'd want to keep this one before I let him around. Yeah. <laughs> My family members who would grill him. So that's why you got to have at least two years under your belt before. Two years. Like, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, that might be an overstatement, but we've got to have some commitment there. Okay. So you've never brought anyone home for Christmas. I've never brought anyone home for Christmas. Nope. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So no one's been lucky enough. <laughs> Missing out. <laughs> No, you're really not. If you're out there and you're going to be dating me, you're really not missing out. Okay, Liz, why don't you bring anyone home for Christmas? Well, I'm more of a Thanksgiving gal. How many dudes have you brought home for Thanksgiving? Count them. Count them. Um, Estimate it. Okay. Brandon, Brandon, Jimmy. Hey, hey, Jack. names here. It's fine. Code it's name. Just, okay. Um, college best friend. Dark and stormy, uh, meat suit. <laughs> meat suit. What is the meat suit? Oh my, my cousin, my closest cousin, he met the meat suit, and then he met Dark and Stormy, and he said, "I asked him like what, like so I broke up with the meat suit, dated Dark and Stormy, also known as Backtat." Um, and so I asked, like, you know, what did you think of Backtat? And he goes, well, he talked more than the meat suit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So that's four. Have you brought home um, more than four men to Thanksgiving? Yeah. And and the, my most recent ex, the long-term okay. one. All right. Five. Okay. That's a lot. It's a lot. I, I have introduced five men to my family ever. Nope. So I, I had to, like three. I had to stop. And also, I'm going to get in trouble if anyone in my family listens to this because they will want me to tell... A story about two years ago Thanksgiving. Let's let's save that for another time. What other time? I don't know. I don't we'll think you know this story. Day. No, I don't think you know this story. All right. Um, there was a guy I worked with. He sat behind mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. He had the same name as my boyfriend at the time. So we just called him new guy the entire time I knew him for like two years of working together. <laughs> which is maybe not the nicest thing I've ever done. Nonetheless, so we called him new guy. And so he happened to live in Houston, which is where my family is. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, like he found out I was going home for Thanksgiving and he was like, Oh, we should meet up. And I was like, why? We literally see each other every single day at work. And we sit. Were you dating him at this point? Or no, no? I, no, I was dating my ex who had the same name as him. 
<gasps> your family thought that it was your boyfriend. No, no, no. They had already met him. Oh no. So I was okay. single. I was single. So we were not dating, had no interest in him, whatever. We hung out a little bit socially, like down in Newport, whatever. Um, and so he came over to my family's house, brought a six pack of beer, hung out with everyone. And everyone wow. was like, who is this man? And I was like, my coworker. And they were like, Liz, that man is in love with you. And I was like, no, he's not. He's just my coworker. I don't know. Turns out he was. I don't know. We never dated. Nothing ever happened. Oh, all right. And now he's like dating somebody in, in love. He's been dating her for like three years. I didn't have any interest in him, so I didn't really care. But well, like, that was just being nice. He had nowhere to go, so you invited him no, over, his right? his family's there. No, his family was in Houston. Oh, well, then that's weird. So he had traveled. It, it was weird. Like, I don't disagree with them that he might have had a crush on me, but he never made a move. Okay, like, well... Well, I thought you I were just being like a kind person, but no, he's just literally wanted to come hang out with you and your family for no apparent reason. Yeah. Despite the fact that we literally saw each other every single day at work. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So, yeah. Anyway, not part of the holiday trope that wants people to bring home unless it's Thanksgiving. Although now I've sworn off. If you get invited to Thanksgiving, shit's set in stone. <laughs> Was that a joke I made? Yeah, I was just giving Nikki a look because she said that earlier. <laughs> and I put up my ring finger. And was you like, made yeah. the dumb pun. I was no, not. It I was, was no pun you, intended. I was giving you the pun back because it wasn't oh. on record. Oh, my bad. You know, I don't, you know, you don't do slow for this. Come on. What did you expect? That's I gave me. you an alley oop and you just burp. <laughs> I just alley. When have anyway. I ever known when it's a good time to make a joke? I don't. I make them at inappropriate times and piss people off. You should know this about me by now. Come on. Yeah, no, those are just cutting ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are just truth bombs that I should yeah. keep to myself. Okay, so speaking of truth bombs, we just want to give you a little teaser for next week. So... We are going to do a bit of an end of 2020 recap. Mm -hmm. We are going to dive into who we hate the most in both football and dating. This is going to be really good. <laughs> as well as things to say. Perhaps reveal some secrets. I don't know. Some I don't secrets know. Secrets about our year. Because yeah. turns out we didn't quarantine the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> we have some things to tell. Um, family so, if you're listening probably skip next week <laughs> episode 18 not for you episode 17 our anniversary episode is for you <laughs> um thank you guys for listening we're really happy that you guys have stuck with us through 17 episodes <laughs> 16 technically right didn't we skip 13 yeah okay Fair. Fair. i digress <laughs> find us on the gram at sax in the city pod we are at Nikki is awesome and at life in slide in yep. our DMs. We like friends. Yeah. Um, thank you to our friend who slid in our DMs this week. We love oh, you. Yeah. Appreciate Mwah. it. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you next week for a little 2020 recap. The yep. year that existed. That's just what we'll call it. <laughs> it existed. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.